Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, May 25th, 2023, and this is episode 412 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And it's another Coffee with Brian. Daily, daily, daily Coffee with Brian. How's it going, everyone, this morning so far? Good morning, Josh the Backwoods Butcher. Josh the Backwoods Butcher. Kyle. Kyle. How's it going? Josh will be around soon. Canadian Farmstead, how's it going? Robin Hosting and Early Birds, James and uh, Ryan hitting up the chat at like three in the morning. So, ah, it's in your cup, guys. It's in the cup this morning. I have one of the last um, batches of. <laughs> I have one of the last batches of FTO Blonde Espresso uh, in the bag that I have open right now. I think uh, next up on the list is some GSD Blend. And uh, I'm going to bounce back and forth between Lots Project Blends and um, Food Forest Farms Originals. Um, I think it's what I got stacked on the shelf. So, Oh, Pippa and I squeaky squeaky. I have a 53-foot trailer full of parts to deal with. Oh, fun. Fun, fun. You know, you can fit a lot of car parts in a 53-foot uh, tractor trailer. That's a lot of parts, man. And you said you had two, two trucks this morning, I think. Oh, Backwoods Butchers going all Greta Thunberg on us uh, in the comments here. But, um, yeah. I think, I think I'll make up for it today, Kyle. I will make up for it today. Don't worry. Um, you'll know it when you see it. Ah, that uh, FTO Blonde is good, man. It is good. I, I got the official announcement, I believe, was yesterday and uh, put it in the blog post from the show. But I believe uh, Silver Bullet Blend Limited Edition is live on the Food Forest Farms website. It is in the Lots Project uh, store over there on the on his website. So basically you go to foodforestfarms.com and under, I believe it's general store. Let me look real quick. I have it pulled up. Um, under doo -doo -doo, general store. If you go to general store at the top, it'll drop down menu. It'll say the Lots Project under coffee or cannabinoid natural foods. You click the Lots Project. It comes up with our story. And right there in the middle, there's a big old yellow button that says the Lots Project by now. That would be because you want to buy coffee that I have designed using the help of my personal roaster. And, uh, and then it comes, brings you to a spot, and you get to pick which flavor, uh, which blend, which variety of Lots Project coffee you would like. It's got a little, um, it's got a description of each, and uh, you pick what you want and how much. If you need a little, um, if you need customization of that order in any way or anything, Brian is great about uh, putting, if you put notes in the in the order, he will definitely get a hold of you and uh, make sure everything's good before he sends it out, sends it out. So, uh, um, Robin's wondering if she needs to call us all grandkids and, um, and Josh or Josh, <laughs> 
it's going to be a hundred times today since Josh isn't in the crowd. Um, Kyle says uh, he's in the habit of saying that good morning kids and hello kids from his YouTube videos. Do you, do you expect a lot of younger? Um, did you, um, do you expect a lot of younger folks to watch your videos? Canadian Farmstead's keeping track. Oh, uh, Gingerbread Farm says he wants to get roasted with Scrambling. You know, Gingerbread, you can take a trip out, stay in, in uh, Scrambling's Airbnb, and get a complete roasting class. A complete roasting class. Um, education about coffee, how the roaster works, actually roast your own and take it with you as part of an Airbnb experience, I think is what it's called. He runs that. Um, man, the guy is a goofball for sure, but, uh, he knows his coffee. He knows his coffee. So if you're ever in the Pacific Northwest area and you're thinking about, uh, learning, you want to learn about some coffee from someone that knows what he's talking about, definitely, uh, consider staying. Well, I'm pretty, he's (laughs) back. Gingerbread says not coffee. Um, what do you think gets roasted in that roasting shack while he's roasting coffee? Do you ever see the haze in there? <laughs> oh, boy. Boy. Hey, Kyle made it late. <laughs> Kyle the Renegade Butcher. In, stopping in late. Stopping in late. Morning, Josh. How we doing? How we doing? Long time no see. Hope you had a good night. After Lightning for Liberty last night, that was fun. Um Gonna wait a second here on the the perfect cup question because I need the people in the in the <laughs> Canadian farm said jumping on the train and uh, and uh, dropping these names back and forth for these butchers get them confused every now and then it's okay it's okay uh, I only got a couple answers for the perfect cup questions so if um, I think three of them are actually in in the audience right now. Uh, if any of you other guys uh, want to start, guys and gals, Robin, I apologize, want to start thinking about answers to the um, answers to the perfect cup question. I only had three answers, so I'd love to take some from the crowd uh, live. So I'm going to give the question here, and then I'll read it again when I start the segment and get the so I'll be able to get the audio. But the questions: If you could ask one person, alive or dead, only one question. Who would you ask and what would you ask? Hey, there's my man, Mike, the Philippine nomad. He will come up with an answer for that. Um, If you could ask one person alive or dead a question, what would, who and what would it be? Uh, I'm going to drop it in the comments here. I'll be getting uh, getting to that here in a second. But uh, I forgot to pin it in the Telegram group yesterday. And then the conversation went kind of sideways. And uh, I think it got buried. I really think it got buried. And uh, there were three answers back to back to back right after the question and then nothing. And this morning when I went to go find the answers, the question wasn't pinned. And I really have a feeling that that's, um, that's what, uh, what went sideways on that. So it is what it is. It might be a short segment. Um, oh, man. Oh boy! Good morning, Mike. Good morning, uh, everyone. Let's um, let's roll into that. Give it a second. You guys think uh, think about that. I will uh, get this started and answer 
share the answers that I already have, and then we will go on from there. Uh, history segment is a little longer this morning, and we have some optional uh, optional quotes at the end by Pip. He did a, a smack-up job today, and uh, we'll get that in a little bit after the Perfect Cup. All right, everyone, it's time for the 84th edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group, t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. Normally, I pin the question at the top of the group, so all you have to do is go in and, and at the top of the chat room, hit pinned messages. It should bring up the last few Perfect Cup questions of the day. Reply to that and answer and... Uh, the crowd would love to hear your thoughts. If you want to answer an old question that we've done before, go ahead and do that. We are always glad to re-talk about any of the questions I've asked. Or you can find it sprinkled around social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Noster. And just be aware, I don't always get notifications if you comment on those. So if you comment on those other platforms and you don't hear your answer on the show, I apologize. I'll probably get the notification in a few days when it doesn't matter because that's the way social media likes to work. The Perfect Cup question of the day today is, if you could ask one person, alive or dead, only one question, who would you ask, and what would you ask? If you could ask one person, alive or dead, only one question, who would you ask, and what would you ask? I thought that was a decent question. I struggled very hard to come up with an answer, and I, I never really did. Um, yeah, uh, and especially reading the next two answers, I was like, man, I could have probably rolled with either one of those and been satisfied. Uh, James, Gingerbread Farm, says he would, uh, he'd want to get a hold of uh, Nikola Tesla and ask him what work he didn't make public. And I read that, and I said, yep. That would um, that one question could probably fill days of conversation, uh, I imagine. But it's only one question, so we followed the rules. I love the thought of being able to hear what was going on in Tesla's brain that he didn't put forth. Uh, from from some of the the documentaries and things I saw of him, he didn't put everything out there because he wasn't sure. He wasn't sure. A lot of, and he didn't care. He didn't care about the notoriety. Um, he just wanted to work on his stuff. What the man envisioned and came up with, with in comparison to what he did and made public or we know about, I can only imagine what was going on in his brain. I like the answer, James. I like it a lot. Josh, uh, the renegade butcher, answers uh, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> He said he would like uh, like to know who was on those flight logs and then uh, hope he evades a really tight necklace long enough to watch the world burn so we could rebuild it. That is a uh, that is a, a fun thought to have also. You wouldn't ask him if he killed himself. Really, Josh? You had that wide open opportunity with that setup of your own and you didn't come through with the, the proper answer. <laughs> um, Backwoods Butcher says, you mean that guy that didn't kill himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, let's see. The the third answer I had in the group, he um, it was uh, from the backwoods butcher, Kyle. Kyle over there up in uh, in New Hampshire. He said he would. It wouldn't be a question. He'd tell his brother in law, best friend, uh, that he's keeping everyone safe and that we love him. And I thought that was really nice um, and sentimental and everything and not an answer to the question. I appreciate you, man. And I appreciate the answer. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad. And and I think Josh summed it up when he replied to you and said um, he already knows. He already knows for sure. For sure. Uh, got some rolling in here. Uh, got some rolling in this morning in the comments thanks for that guys you pushed that out for me um canadian farmstead says both my grandfathers passed before i was born i would would have liked to known them but i can't think of any one question to ask yeah that was my problem like the people that i were was interested in talking to again or ever um give me an hour conversation with them let me let me discuss something with them, not one question. Like I don't think there's one question out there that's the key to the world that um, that we all can ascertain from asking one question. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Philippine Nomad Mike says uh, I would ask my paternal grandmother, who's deceased, why did she decide to leave the farm for the city? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Kyle said, let him, let him fix it. Oh, it's okay, dude. It's okay. Um, Pippinized says, probably Benjamin Franklin, uh, probably sitting in a booth in a corner of a bar, just a few hours of BS talking, thoughts, and psychology. Yeah, that that's my issue. That's my issue. I would want, if I got the opportunity to ask one of these, um, these people, if... Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be able to stop at one. I don't think. I think that is definitely. No, um... oh, there you go. There you go. Pip and I says, Ben, what are your thoughts on stoicism? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess that's a few-hour conversation. Uh, Backwoods Butcher says, I'd ask my brother-in-law, best friend, if he knew that I hooked up with his sister while he was passed out in the same room the first night. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sorry. I thought I was busting your balls and you're being all so sentimental. So I thought I, I'd be a little softer on you. But Jesus Christ, dude. Really? You hooked up with his lesbian sister in the room with him? Passed out? Wow. <laughs> oh, I love I love the people that um, that are part of this community. It's fantastic. It's fantastic every morning. Anyway, anyway, this is going to be short, short, uh, short, done, short and done version of the perfect cup. Uh, yeah, if you have any other answers, find uh, find the question. I will definitely pin it up now, so it is uh, it is up there for uh, the rest of the week <coughs> or the next couple of weeks. <coughs> Uh, but if you want to answer it, you can find it at the Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat, L-O-T-S chat. Or across socials, you can find the question for tomorrow 
post it out here in a few hours. I uh, I send it out after I get all the show notes for this morning done. Kick that out there, and then we'll scoop them up before the show tomorrow morning, and we'll do it all again. Tomorrow will be Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. Be sure to look out for that perfect cup question of the day. And if you need any premium air-roasted coffee or coffee mugs or anything to do like that, visit theperfectcup.shop. Theperfectcup.shop for all your premium air-roasted coffee needs. And this has been another episode of lots to talk about. Nope. Excuse me. The Perfect Cup. Ah. Rough morning. Rough morning, guys. I apologize. Now back to the main show. Oh, man. Kyle got me all thrown off with his uh, with his second answer. Canadian Farmstead says, uh, Ben, what, were, what are your thoughts on present-day America? And he imagines the reply would be, fetch the muskets. <laughs> I don't know why he would say it like that. I don't know what Benjamin Franklin's uh, voice inflection and tone was, but uh, does anybody that's alive today? Do we have, I think we have recordings of Benjamin Franklin, don't we? Because he did the, did he do uh, some stuff with the phonograph? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get over to that history. Uh, Pip forewarned me in the, in the email when he sent this over that, um, it might be a little long for the show. We will see. We'll, we'll start rolling here and see how it goes. Uh, if it's long, I imagine the stuff in it is very popular or <laughs> interesting that he kept going with it. So, uh, yeah. And at the end, we have a bunch of quotes if we want to keep going with those. All right, everyone. It's May 25th. Happy Friday Eve, humans. And here's lots of history segment today in history. May 25th, 240 BC, first recorded uh, perihelion passage of Halley's Comet. Pip's notes, nearest is the perihelion and furthest is the apihelion points. Learn something new and how the hell does this get recorded in 240 BC? And I didn't even think about it until Pip uh, brought that up. Was it written in some stone somewhere? How did we know that this happened? Or did we know that um, that it? Um... <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Kyle. Um, yeah. How did we know that this happened? Did we know that it happened because we can uh, extrapolate back and and see where it would have been, or where was this recorded? I don't know. You're gonna have to look into it to find out. Wow, it went right to the bottom of my notes. That's convenient. Uh, This day in 1738, a treaty between Pennsylvania and Maryland ends the Conojocular War. Conojocular War. With settlement of a boundary dispute and exchange of prisoners, hostilities erupted in 1730 with a series of violent incidents prompted by disputes over property rights and law enforcement and escalated through the first half of the decade culminating in the deployment of military forces by Maryland in 1736 and Pennsylvania in 1737. The armed phase of the conflict ended in May 1738 with the intervention of King George II, who compelled the negotiation of a ceasefire. A final settlement settlement was not achieved until 1767 when the Mason-Dixon line was recognized as the permanent boundary between the two colonies. 
Well, all righty then. Well, all righty. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. I did not know that there had been a war between Pennsylvania and Maryland. You learn something every day. Thanks, Pip. I actually, I learn a ton from this segment, and that's one of the reasons I enjoy it quite a lot. This day in 1895, playwright, poet, and novelist Oscar Wilde is convicted of committing acts of gross indecency with other male persons, paving the way for Josh and Kyle to be, oh wait, um, and sentenced to serve two years in prison. Pip's notes, I am so clever that sometimes I don't understand a single word of what I am saying. Quote, Oscar Wilde. I left 19 more quotes at the bottom of this email. Some good words in different orders. Feel free to post your own on YouTube or later in the Telegram page if any of you have Oscar Wilde comments that um, Oscar Wilde comments that you enjoy or want to share. I have 19 more at the bottom of this list that we can touch on some here and there. I, I kind of blew through them a little bit. Uh, 1925, the Scopes trial. John T. Scopes is indicted for teaching human evolution in Tennessee. The Butler Act, which had made it illegal for teachers to teach human evolution in any state-funded school. The trial was deliberately staged in order to attract publicity to the small town of Dayton, Tennessee, where it was held. Scopes was unsure whether he had ever actually taught evolution, but he was incriminated. But he incriminated himself deliberately so the case could have a defendant. Scopes was found guilty and was fined $100, the equivalent of $1,500 in 2021, but the verdict was overturned on a technicality. Pip's notes, I recall a movie about this, black and white, I think. A student was being asked something like, did learning hurt you? You're a baseball pitcher. Is your arm hurt after being in that class? <laughs> I didn't know it was fake or mock trial. Another thing learned today, the Scopes trial. I had heard of that. Um, and a little bit about the fact that they set it up all for publicity, and it was kind of disgusting. Uh, this day in 1953, nuclear weapons testing at the naval, the Nevada test site. The United States conducts its first and only nuclear artillery test. Gun-type fission weapons are fission-based nuclear weapons whose design assembles their fizzle material. <laughs> fizzle, snizzle, my fizzle material into a supercritical mass by the use of the gun method. Pip's notes, gun method, this nuke was shot out of a supersized howitzer. And there are going to be links to all of these in the blog post that'll come out a little later today. If you want to check out, check up more on any of these stories. This day in 1977, Star Wars, retro retroactively titled Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, is released in theaters. Pip's notes, the Star Wars theme song is playing in his head. <laughs> Which one was that? Dun, 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 dun. Is that fun? Is that Star Wars theme? I can't remember. I wasn't a Trekkie or a, a Star Wars guy, so eh, sorry. This day in uh, 2001, Eric Weinmeyer, Weinmeyer, Became becomes the first blind person to reach the summit of Mount Everest. He could probably read this better than I could. In the Himalayas with Dr. Sherman Bull. Pips knows strangely the first thing that popped into his head when reading this new story is the Incubus song called Black, Black Heart Inertia. The lyrics go, you're a mountain that I'd like to climb, not to conquer, but to share the view. Dude, that's messed up. That's kind of messed up. 
This day in 2011, Oprah Winfrey airs her last show, ending her 25-year run of the Oprah Winfrey show. Pips notes with the Tombstone movie quote, well, bye. <laughs> I do know that one. I do know that one. Bye, Oprah. We all love to hate you. Um, this day in 2012, the SpaceX Dragon 1 becomes the first commercial space spacecraft to successfully rendezvous and berth with the International Space Station. Pips notes, I find Elon's ideas moving for mankind. I find the something like 15 billion USD that the U.S. government has granted him. Eh. Yeah, I, um, I mean, they could dump it into NASA or they could give it to somebody that was actually going to accomplish something. So it is what it is. Happy birthdays this day in 1803, Ralph Waldo Emerson, American poet and philosopher. Uh, he was seen as a champion of indiv individualism and a <laughs> persistent critic of the countervailing pressures of society. Frederick Nietzsche considered him the most gifted of the Americans, and Walt Whitman referred to him as master. Pips notes, who remembers the movie Dead Poet Society? I do. I do. Oh, captain, my captain, with the student standing on top of the desk. Walt Whitman wrote the poem about Abe Lincoln's assassination, and uh, he never knew that. Kyle said, bless you. Good morning, Golden Crickets. How are you doing? How are you doing? And do, 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 this day in 1889, Igor Sir. Korsky, Russian-American aircraft designer, founder of Sikorsky's Aircraft. I've heard of that one. Pips notes, another good week for this dude as well. If you recall, yesterday was dude's successful first flight of a style of helicopter today cake. <laughs> I mean, big things happen on your birthday week, right? Big things happen on your birthday week. Uh, May 25th, 1912, Dean Rockwell, American commander, wrestler, and coach of a decorated World War II group commander in the D-Day invasion, an Olympic Greco-Roman wrestling coach and college football coach. Dean Rockwell, born this day, 1912. 1927, Robert Ludlum, American soldier and author, an American author of 27 thriller novels, best known as the creator of Jason Bourne. From the original The Bourne Trilogy series, the number of copies of his book in print is estimated between 300 million and 500 million. The guy that did The Bourne. He born the Bourne. <laughs> he born the Bourne. Um, ooh, where did they go? Where did they go? Oh, there they are. Shit. Sorry, guys. Um. Mike Myers was born this day in 1963, Canadian-American actor, singer, producer, and screenwriter. Pips notes it's been a while since he's seen Wayne's World. May need to put that movie on the list for rewatch. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind for me when Mike Myers is mentioned uh, is not Austin Powers. It is not Wayne's World. It is So I Married an Axe Murderer. Why? I have no idea. It's not the best book. It's not the best movie. It's not the funniest movie. It's, I don't think it's even close to his best movie. But for some reason, when I hear Mike Myers, that's the movie that pops into my brain. Lucky me. 
Uh, let's see who kicked it off today. In this day in 1919, Eliza Pollock, American archer. She won two bronze medals in archery at the 1904 Summer Olympics in Missouri in the double national and Columbia rounds and the gold medal with the U.S. team. Congratulations, Eliza. I'm sorry you passed in 1919. That's the only person that kicked off today. Holidays, we have a few today. Uh, International Missing Child Children's Day and its related observances. National Missing Children's Day. Uh, link to the description of that. Uh, there's also National Tap Dance Day in the United States and Towel Day in honor of the work of writer Douglas Adams. Pip no Pips notes, if you know the phrase, don't panic, you might know this dude. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, movie suggested, always have a towel with you. Happy Towel Day, everyone. Well, that's your nugs. Enjoy, cheers, and happy day that ends in Y. <laughs> yes, gingerbread farms. Oh, perfect. Sorry, guys. I have a, I got a mosquito bite on my head. It is itching me like crazy this morning. Uh, James nails it uh, on the So I Married an Axe Murderer. Heed, heed, you look like a, you look like a grape on a toothpick. <laughs> and my Canadian accent is better than my, uh, my Irish accent or what, Scottish, Scottish, because they're eating haggis and all that shit. But if you've never seen So I Married an Axe Murderer, you should definitely check it out. It is um, it's quality flick. Quality flick for sure. Thanks, James, for making me not the only one that likes that movie. Uh, let's hit some of these Oscar Wilde quotes real quick, uh, and then we'll get into the topics of the day. Topics of the day today really are, um, I just wanted to touch on Fold card real quick. I talked about it last night on Lightning for Liberty. want to mention it again this morning and then also um, Grounded and Barefoot was on my list and how hard it's been and um, some thoughts on that. But uh, let's hit some of these Oscar Wilde quotes since uh, Pip took enough time to uh, copy and paste one page. Of 20, of 20, so if you want, if you like Oscar Wilde or don't know who he is and want to look into him a little more, uh, hit the blog post this morning when I when I share it around and uh, scroll all the way to the bottom and you'll be able to find a link to 20 pages, I believe. I think he said 20 pages of Oscar Wilde quotes. The man had a way with words. Um, let's see. Man is least himself when he talks in his own person. Give him a mask and he will tell you the truth. Seems pretty, pretty, uh, pretty legit. Um, he says, I can resist everything except temptation. Pretty, uh, pretty profound, dude. Like just uh, laying it out there. Um, pretty obvious, <laughs> I guess. I guess is a way to put it. <clears throat> he also said a man's face is his autobiography a woman's face is the is the work of fiction james i think you would appreciate that one i started that one for you um quote true friends stab you in the front or oh god this this audience probably could uh really run with that one um Another quote from Oscar Wilde is, always forgive your enemies, nothing annoys them so much. Kill them with kindness, kill them with kindness. Another one that uh, is kind of appropriate 
for this crowd is anyone who lives within their means suffers from a lack of imagination. You live within your means, you need to imagine how to make your means better for yourself, unless you're comfortable with where you're at and you can stay there. But the people in the, the, these communities, my group and several others kind of tied to it are are the type of people that aren't real comfortable with uh, staying stationary in life, I don't think. Um, another one here, to love oneself is the beginning of lifelong romance. <laughs> Once you start, you can't stop. Uh, and then uh, one that I've always really liked and uh, never for the longest time attributed it to him because I didn't know. Uh, it's just something that someone said to me a long time ago, and I, uh, I really appreciated it was, uh, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. <laughs> James says, James says she didn't, she lives outside my means. <laughs> Oh, no. All right. Well, guys, if you enjoy uh, the history segment, this day in history or um, or anything that uh, Pip puts together, things you hear, uh, or you just appreciate all the work that he puts into it to help me out on a daily basis, be sure to check out DuctionCups.com. That's Duction Cups, just like Suction Cups, except DuctionCups.com. Head on over there. Take a peek. Look around. Give them some traffic on the site. Hit that contact form, say hello, say hello from the Lots Project or uh, whatever you want to say. But show them people are watching, show them people are looking, and do the right thing. Buy some ducks. Buy some ducks. They're a lot of fun. You don't need to be a jeeper to like little rubber duckies with suction cups in their butt that they can you can stick anywhere. Um, I got some insider knowledge. There's some new products coming around, and I think they're pretty exciting. I definitely think they're pretty exciting, especially in the crowd that uh, that Pip is running in. So look forward to that. But do me a favor, head on over to DuctionCups.com and show them some love. Thanks for doing all this, Pip. I appreciate it. And it makes part of the day super easy when uh, when I can read through someone else's notes. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. Last night we had lightning for Liberty. Uh, Josh and I bullshitted for about an hour about uh, lightning, about Noster, about um, all sorts of things. And one of the things I brought up was Fold. The Fold card. Talked about it a long time. Been talking about it for a long time. It's right there. This yellow logo on the screen. If you're watching, you can see me pointing to it. The yellow with the F. Um, fold card. What is it? It is a debit card that returns. Um, it returns Bitcoin for rewards, little bits, satoshis, just like we play with in Lightning. Um, instead of airline miles, instead of cash back, instead of whatever, you get Bitcoin for using the debit card. Uh, they launched a while a long time ago it was just a fun little app while they were in development you go and you spin every day and you get satoshis they added on the debit card to pump that up they had a very very nice reward system to begin with the system needs to be sustainable 
as they've they've progressed the system the reward system has scaled back a little bit this happened a while ago i think it might have been february maybe um i i had already paid for the premium membership so fold at this point has two membership levels you have a standard which is free every year or you have the spin plus which is a hundred dollars a year when we got the card, I did the math real quick and I was like, okay, I can burn through with the current reward system. I can grab $100 in Bitcoin. No problem. No problem. So I went ahead and prepaid the $100 for the year. Um, I think I'm at $700 or $800 and uh, I, still got, I still got six months to go, I think, five months to go or something. Um, he... Um, he so i made it back already so that decision was made i didn't really worry about the change in rewards a because i'm already ahead but b i wanted to let it play out people were kind of upset that it had changed and it wasn't as good and this and that and i said okay well i'm gonna give it some chance i'm gonna i'm gonna think about it i'm gonna keep using it uh and what has come down to basically is you get one percent standard back uh, I don't remember the other numbers. 1% of your purchases, you get Bitcoin back. For every $10 you spend, you get a spin on a wheel that gives you more Satoshis, but not a percentage of your purchase. It is straight Satoshis. So on the purchase, you get 1%. You spend $100, you get $1 in Bitcoin automatically, and then you'll get 10 spins on the wheel. And the wheel is independent of your purchase. So your spin, and then the purchase goes away, you get your 1%, and then you get to spin the wheel 10 times. And the wheel is rewarded out in Satoshi. So 5, 10, 15, 25, 100, up to one Bitcoin. You spin the wheel, you get the bonus. It's very hard to track what percentage you're getting on the purchases when you can just save them for the day and do them all at once. So say I use my card seven times. And then you spread it out over all the purchases. It really, I mean, you could do it a daily percentage back and whatever. Uh, the other day I was walking and I was like, okay, how can I quantify this to know if I'm, if it's, if it's worth it for me to get spin plus, because it's asking people to spend a hundred dollars of their money when they could just buy Bitcoin with a hundred dollars. Like, what's the point? What's the point? So I really thought about it and I said, okay, the standard return on purchases is 1%. If I play off that and and just assume just assume that I don't get any spins. I get 1% back on my purchases. I want to break even with $100 in Bitcoin from using the card. Cuz the card isn't hard to use. You transfer money, you swipe the card, it's just like using your bank card. You're probably doing it anyway. But I did the numbers, I crunched it out, and I need to spend $833 a month on the card to break even. Holy shit, Ryan, $833 a month I have to spend to break even? Kind of. Kind of. $833 a month can be on groceries, it can be on gasoline, it can be on whatever. It can be on whatever you can use your debit card for. Um I purchase my monthly coffee order with Fold and get rewards back for that. Um, so, so using the 1% back and not counting any of the rest, 
will get me a solid, I made my money back. $833 a month. I think that's totally achievable between groceries and gas in the minimum. Now, on top of this, I'm going to get a spin for every $10. So I'm going to get, what is that, 83 spins a month from $833. Uh, I can I can accumulate that. I can also use the Fold card to buy gift cards for places that I use, like Amazon, Home Depot, uh, several others. We don't use Instacart, but Instacart's on there, DoorDash, Uber Eats, all sorts of different things. Um, the list is in the app. But you get higher percentages back. So this is just adding to the benefits of my Spin Plus. I get 2.5% back on all the Amazon gift cards I get. I get um, I get 3.5%, I think, back on Home Depot gift cards. Like, the percentages are pretty nice on the gift cards. So if you can do a little planning, if you have a budget, it's very easy to accumulate more than $100 in Bitcoin with the Spin Plus. And if you're not buying $100 in Bitcoin a year, maybe you should. Maybe you should think about finding $100 out of a year to buy some. Anyway, I think if you can look at your budget and you can find even even a even two-thirds of that, $500, um, you're going to come out head, ahead on the spins. But I can't guarantee that. The only thing I can guarantee is that 1%, you'll break even. I don't want you to get the card. I don't want to recommend you get the card if it's not going to work for you, if it doesn't make financial sense for you. If you could buy Bitcoin with the money you're going to put into Spin Plus and it's just going to be more than you're going to accumulate, I don't fault you for not doing it. But if you can run yourself through the numbers and you can really logically think about it and understand how much you spend a month on a debit card, I think you can come out ahead very, very easily, very, very easily by using Spin Plus. Right now, they have a new promotion going on. If you sign up and you link your card and you you link your card to a bank account, uh, you fund the card and you spend $20, I'll get 50,000 sats if you use my referral link. If um, I think if you just sign up, you, you get 50,000 sats. But the... Um, the yeah the promotion that got going right now is new card sign up new card sign up you will get fifty thousand and um and i will get fifty thousand for the referral so consider it i didn't dump it in the in the show notes for today i had already had them done when i thought about doing fold but um i will definitely get it in there tomorrow or if you need it ask me if you're interested in fold and you have more questions let me know i also do beginner cryptocurrency consulting if you do not know that uh, beginner to intermediate. You can sign up for that on the homepage at thelotsproject.com. Free half-hour consultation. So if you want to talk about Fold, you want to talk about getting started in a cryptocurrency, hit the site. Sign up for three free 30 minutes and we'll talk about whatever you want. There's also a big, uh, big list of other things I will talk about there too in that first 30-minute consult. So check it out. Check it out. Josh says, good morning, Corey. She says, good morning, Joshua. How are you? Um, what is going on in the comments here? Oh, I think um, I think Josh and K-Bonk are having lightning issues. And K-Bonk was telling Josh's site was messed up. And Josh is telling him that he is insane because it's on his end. So 
Uh, just some guys talking about uh, some issues. <laughs> anyway, um, fold card. Yeah, let me know. I will. Uh, I will probably mention it uh, along the way here while they're doing the promotion between now and the end of June. <coughs> it's uh, it's got a while, so no rush. But the sooner you get it, the sooner you uh, start earning sats. Is all I have to say. Um. Other than that, I think on my list I had barefoot and grounding. Uh, while we were down in Texas, we realized we realized when we left that when we were in Texas, we were in like a heaven spot for barefoot and uh, being barefoot and grounding. We were barefoot pretty much all winter uh, on the property. If we left, it was uh, shoes, but we didn't leave much. One of um, when we took off, as we started traveling, uh, the first couple spots were pretty nice. We were able to keep with it. The third spot we stopped at. Uh, was a gravel parking lot basically, and it was horrifically painful. To it was like class five, uh, and it was very, very difficult to walk on for me. Uh, and then I was having to walk the dogs on it, and so I kind of got away from keeping my shoes off on and off, on and off, on and off gets really tough. The barefoot shoes, um, when you wear them for longer periods of time, get kind of smelly for me. Um, you felt that yours got kind of stinky too, didn't they? Even though you're a nice, clean female and, <laughs> huh? Her five fingers stink. They're not breathable. breathable. Um, Corey's feet don't smell. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, but the shoes, they get sweaty and they don't breathe. They don't dry out. Um, and so I being a man that has some, some, some issues with a uh, foot order now and again, um, has really struggled with the barefoot shoes. So that's going to be coming in the in in some reviews for those. But we've gotten to this place we're at now. And we're trying to we're trying to figure it out um, how to do it more. But having to walk the dogs down this this road, I'm not going barefoot down this road. There's no way. If I have to go into the ditch, it's filled with uh, garbage and glass, and uh, I've seen broken knives. I've seen cans and bottles and all sorts of stuff. Haven't seen any needles yet, so that's good. But I'm not in the business of jumping out of the road into the ditch when the cars come and fucking my feet up that way. So I haven't been able to do it on the dog walks. Um when I've gone out to places, I have just kept my shoes on. So I'd come home from the dog walk and I knew I had to go to the store in a couple hours. I would just leave them on and, instead of taking them off and uh, burning through another pair of socks. Um, but right now I'm starting to get back into it because I miss it. Like one of the points of bringing this up was the fact that I've realized how much different it makes me feel. Uh, I went, through a little period with air conditioner issue with the camper. It also coincided with not being barefoot for a couple of weeks at this time. And I was, uh, I was, I was kind of wound up. I, I had some stress level going on. Um, and I think the air conditioner just kind of put it over the edge, the, the constant noise, the droning, the no light. Uh, and I really had a break and I needed to start grounding again. Um, what I've found that can help is I've started intentionally taking my shoes off. I got some extra socks, so I didn't have to worry about, um, burning through pairs of socks and running out in between laundry time. Uh, and 
so shoes come off as soon as I'm done with the dogs, unless I'm going right out the door uh, within a reasonable amount of time and spend the day barefoot, put shoes back on in the afternoon to take the dogs for a walk again. And then they come off. Um, I've also been trying to toughen my feet back up because how quickly did the bottoms of my feet make me feel like I haven't, I hadn't even done anything. Uh, we have a gravel driveway here that I've been trying to toughen my feet up on a little bit. I go out at night before bed, ground, walk on the gravel driveway as much as I can, as far as I can and stand it. And then I stand on the gravel. Uh, you don't understand the feelings you get in your shoulders when the gravel is poking in the bottom of your feet until you do it. Uh, tingly sensations, releasing tension, releasing pressure in your shoulders. And to stand there four or five minutes in the evening and look at the stars or look at the moon before you go and lay in bed is what I was missing for sure. Uh, so I started doing that every night to try to get back into that, to get that um, electrical flow. Uh, Corey needs to get back out and do it more. We were talking about it yesterday. Um, yeah, she got me into it. And now I'm craving it when I stop doing it. Uh, yeah. So that's a little update on grounding and barefoot. Uh, let me see what's going on in the comments here. So I'll just keep going on. Um, I'll, I'll keep uh, pushing at it, trying to get back to it. Uh, and um, that's something we're focusing on as we look at properties, as we look at places we want to be, is the barefoot availability. Because we've seen the benefit in our lives. I've seen the benefit in my life. Corey definitely saw a change. She obviously went whole hawk into it when she started. And um, we need to get back to it because it's something that is good for us. Mentally, physically. Um, Want me to explain it? I can't really give you science behind it. All that I know is when I started it, I felt better. When I did it consistently, I felt a lot better. And when I stopped, I felt worse. That's not a medical opinion. That's just fact. Whether that's mental, whether it was just thinking about it, I don't know. I don't know. But we will see. We will see. Oh, man. I, I don't need, what is wrong? What's wrong with you, Kyle? <laughs> Jesus. Josh said, Kyle's going to show up with boots made of bear paws talking about barefoot living. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, anyway, guys, it's uh, we're up at 50 minutes. I'm going to hit this item of the day and wrap up and get out of here. Actually, I got some comments start here. Let me see. Um, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it. Um, Kyle says, daily reminder, you don't have to know how to read to be famous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can't read. Elyon and NASA, why not both? Uh, the points don't matter. Yeah, Gingerbread says, uh, exploring space there. The points don't matter, but the people that are actually going to use the money um, and not just get bloated out by government. I think I think Elon's a little more um, intentional with his money. Let's see that. Let's see that. So anyway, anyway, let's hit this item of the day today. New blog post up yesterday, shared it around. Um, we are talking Reflectix bubble insulation. Uh, you've seen it. It's the silver stuff. Um, 
item of the day because I use the shit all the time. I used it way back when we were on the homestead for a ton of projects for insulating little incubators and a scalder, I, I DIY scalder, a lot of DIY projects on the farm. And a lot of times Reflectix was the perfect material to use. It's easy to work with. It doesn't itch. It has not very much insulative value, but if you stack it and you layer it, um, it works fine. You can cut it with scissors. We use it now uh, for temperature regulation in the trailer. We put it in all the windows if we have the air on or the wood stove on to kind of regulate the heat passage through the windows. Uh, I used it to put extra insulation in some of the walls when we had them open. We use it in the truck to block the windows for the dogs. The thing is awesome. The thing is awesome. Uh, the stuff is awesome. We had it laying around the farm, um, rolls of it just in case. Uh, normally because I bought some for a project and I saved it. I would use it up and I would buy more. It was always coming in handy. I think the website says 40 construction, home construction and renovation applications, 40 that they've come up with just for home. Check it out. Check it out. The stuff is really nice. I think you get it in your hands and you're any sort of DIYer on the farm or homestead or around the house or a tinkerer or whatever you can find plenty of uses for this check it out the blog post is up the link is in the video and the audio descriptions or a link directly to amazon to pick some up that's reflectix insulated bubble wrap basically it's air bubble wrap like patchy packing bubble wrap uh with tin foil on both sides that's all it is and it works great uh one announcement Lots to talk about tonight is not at 6 p.m. Central. It is going to be at 7 Central, and I will be on with Nicole Sauce doing a SRF update uh, info show. I'm not sure what we're going to call it. She's setting it up, and I'm just uh, tagging along because SRF is kind of big in this community right now. And so I thought I'd come on, talk about it, promote it, and, uh, and see what uh, is going on and what the plans they have behind the scenes so far that I haven't heard of yet. K-Bong says the Reflectix works great for hats, too. God. Anyway, tonight, 7 p.m., it should be on the Lots YouTube channel, and I'm guessing Facebook, and then all of Nicole's normal broadcasting places. Check it out tonight. Lots to talk about SRF, 7 p.m. Central, uh, new time just for this week. And with that, guys, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com on, on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, and we will catch up with you tomorrow for Friday 10K giveaway. Be sure to show up tomorrow morning 10K, 10,000 Satoshis given away during the show at some point just by typing a hashtag. I appreciate y'all and we will catch up with you tomorrow.